Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Welcome to the House of Jerks podcast. I am your host, Brian Sign. With me is special guest in front of the show, Joe Farley. We're going to be discussing analytics and how it relates to hockey. You know, it's a term that's been thrown around a lot. Um, people use it. I don't know how many people understand what it means. Joe, can you help us? What does analytics mean when it comes to sports? Hey, Brian. Um... I know that's a loaded question. I just gave you like a thesis. I'm I'm going to talk for an hour now. (laughs) No. So analytics at its core is trying and taking the information that is available and digesting it and making it as a true comparison number is the the, the end goal of all analytics. Because I want to be able to say player A is X amount better than player B. So when we say Connor McDavid is the best player in the world, we know he is that much better than Austin Matthews. Some of it is points. So points are great, but that's not all it, there, it comes down to in hockey. Sometimes you got to play some defense. So being able to account for these things is one of the big challenges with hockey. And so one of the reasons it's most interesting to me is there's a lot of stuff that happens that are, very small, very minute, and you're trying to understand how to quantify uh, maybe being in the right spot so you don't have to take a half extra step to get to to block a pass. You know, having that, that little extra instinct to know it is making it a quantifiable number. So I can say that Jacob Slavin is the best defensive defenseman in the league, and here's why. And so that's the end goal of all quote-unquote analytics and and. It's, it's basically it's taking it, it's it's a component it's not something that's meant to take over everything right because there's still how well do people play together because you know if you look at the best slap shot of all time um i'm again it was like 120 miles an hour every time it was great didn't necessarily always hit the net but it was really really fast sure and and that's again, a part of the end goal to quantify is how these people do it. One of the things that I've been working on is I, I have big debates with my friends over locker room guys, guys like Jordan mm-hmm. Martin or, or other good in the room guys. How do you quantify how they're good in the room? You know, yeah. Does their team play better when they're on the team versus another team? You know, and, and what that really equates to. Um, so you can try to find these things. They're very, very hard. I mean, don't misunderstand. This, this is not just a, 
uh, okay, I can add some, you know, some points together and figure it out. There, there's a lot of, you know, programming and other things that go into that. But the, at the end of the day, the end goal is let's make it so that we can have a quantifiable number that we can use as an additional tool to help us compare players and make sure that we have the best possible team that we can afford. Okay, well, give us a breakdown. What are some things that you can quantify that you can put into the computer to give a specific number on what a guy does? So one of the um, things that has been taking, uh, you know, so to start with, expected goals are the bread and butter of the public models. So um, the pub, when I say the public models, the NHL provides shot location data to the public. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, a, a tool that allows you to pull that information in, you can then take every shot that the NHL had in the, in the entire season and actually every season back to 2007, I believe. And you can know whether it was an on goal, missed, saved, or a goal. Um, and you can use that to kind of try and create a, hey, if, so, if a player is shooting from this location, it has this percentage chance of being a goal. So that's been the bread and butter for uh, the um, public models for years. So just to quantify something or clarify something real quick there that you just brought up. Um, I know until recently, it was not looked at on video as much as it was like somebody in the stands that was writing down, this is where the shot was taken from. And it was usually somebody sitting near the announcer center ice. So it wasn't always able to be accurate where the shot was taken from. So, so are they going back and looking at those previous films or are they going back and looking at what he wrote down that day? These are all based on what the uh, shot locator person who is usually hired by the team, the home mm-hmm. team, uh, put in the system. Um, they, they were uh, iPad. So would that be kind of like, I was, like I've always been told, any, any data system you use, if it's garbage in, it's garbage out. So one of the most interesting things is if you use this, just the expected goals. And so in this case, we're talking about goalies for two seconds or ex- goals saved above expected. If you're using just the raw data without adjusting for any bias from any rink at all, you talk about Henrik Lundqvist as one of the best players of all time, not best goalies, best players. Wow. So Madison Square Garden was notorious in the late, you know, 20, 2008, 2009, 2010 for moving all of the shots way closer in than they actually were. So, you know, somebody shot from the mid slot, oh, it was right on top of the crease is where they were torqued. So that's another thing that the public models have had to try to adjust for, but it's still very, it's an interesting thing where some people, um, Michael Blake McCurdy has done some stuff where he's actually published where these shots every season are adjusted for in these different rinks. And it's hilarious seeing that all of the shots just move right to the middle of the rink, right in front of the net in uh, Madison Square Garden. So Which, there, what was his name? Uh, Micah Blake McCurdy. Okay. Uh, he runs a website called hockeyviz.com. It's okay. I'll have to check that lovely. out. Um, it's, he does a great job of taking the data and visualizing it very well. It's actually one of my go-to sites. He has uh some of the stuff is available for free, um, but he also has a Patreon um, okay. that you can use to get a little more in-depth information. But cool. he does a fantastic job of visualizing. 
contextualizing it and making it really easy to digest. Um, to uh, Cameron actually quite a bit when I'm wanting to make a point that, he, that he's wrong, I'm right, dang it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. Well, it's interesting to me that hockey is one of the sports that is later coming to using analytics and using these kind of things. Baseball seemed to start it. Baseball seems to be easiest to do it because it, it's been tracked. I mean, it is what it is. It's a lot easier to track, strike, hear, hit, hear, whatever. Um, but then, like, pro football focus really ran with it, and they made it in football really big. Hockey seems to be coming onto it now, but it doesn't seem to be as widespread. Absolutely. So one of the tricky things about hockey and – what, one of the, again, the reason I find it kind of interesting is it's still a very, very game. I mean, past season with Montreal making it to the Stanley Cup Finals, they had a had an extremely lucky run. Um, it's very, very hard to get outchanced sixteen games in a row and win most of them. That happened most of the They didn't completely get out chance, but they, they had a good chunk of them where, especially versus Toronto and Vegas, where they were getting out chance, they still managed to squeak out a win off a lucky bounce or a one little screw up by a goalie. Yeah, Flurry stepping around behind the net. And next thing you know, they're in the finals. So yeah. one, one of the two best teams in the league. I don't think they were, but they were in the finals. I can't argue with it but that yeah. so much. So... But it, it still is very interesting because you, what it is at the root is you're trying to figure out a way to maximize it, your bites at the apple, so to speak. Yeah. So you want, you want to take the best chances, the most chances, and figure out what translates best into winning for your particular system. So some of the analytics-based teams have gone to more of the rush-based offense um, especially those who are using some of the privately tracked data that companies like SportLogic have mm -hmm. been doing. Um, uh, Florida, for one, has been really big on this, where they're trying to create as many rush opportunities as they can and giving up some of the defensive end things because of it. Um, then you have teams like Vegas and Carolina who are very possession heavy. They want to hold the mm -hmm. puck in the zone, cycle it, and just make you absolutely go completely crazy trying to you know eventually they're going to get a shot through somehow uh and then you have teams that are a little bit of both like tampa bay where hey we'll play whatever game you want we'll be right. dead at either way so it really is very interesting just seeing the different approaches because there's not a like like baseball baseball was ruled by the on-base percentage for a long time and it still is a little bit but um there's not one stat that you can look at and be like, ah, that's what we're going to build our team around. Right. That's what we're going to, we're going to focus on. And we're going to go real hard at that. There's different approaches and they've all kind of had success. So it really is kind of interesting. So. Well, you know, you brought up an interesting point. It's like when you go to a hockey game, the, some of the stats that they put up on the scoreboard are so subjective that it's, it's hard to even quantify you know, for example, everybody, the, the shots on goal, which I think is one of the worst stats in hockey. It's, in my opinion, completely pointless because if I'm at one end of the ice and I put it all the way down and it 
rolls into the goalie, that's a shot on goal. <laughs> Whereas if I'm two feet away and I miss the net, it's not a shot on goal, but it's a better scoring chance. So that's what, what are some of the things that you use to quantify a, a good forward? So that's one of the, the, the magic bullets that we're, we're, they're looking for, right? Um, so one of the things is the public data, like I said, it really only had a limited shots and other small things. Like occasionally they had hits, counts and everything, usually not locations, but. Well, even hits are, are fairly subjective because it's like. I, oh, and they're, they're also su subject to being inflated or deflated by the yeah. home team recording. Yeah. But one of the things that the league has started doing um, actually this year for the first time, they did some testing in the uh, bubble last off season or last playoffs. Um, and what they're doing is they have added player tracking. So every player has a chip in them that has a little tag in it that lets the. Like actually in them. On, on their their <laughs> fair, fair point on their jerseys. Um, I mean, now, now we're getting to what some of the anti-vaxxers are saying. <laughs> oh, don't get the vaccine. They're going to stick a chip in you. <laughs> the hockey, the hockey people are going to track you, you know, now. So they're actually in the jerseys. Um, actually, I believe they're on the left shoulder. I could be mistaken, but basically all there, that is so that they know where the player is on the ice. And those are updating, I believe every second. Wow. So yeah. essentially they're taking a, a snapshot of where players are on the ice at all times. Now, is that something that it goes back to the league that they get all the information or is it something that you do just for your team? So the league is doing this league-wide. They are providing the information to the teams. Wow. Um, the data streams are going to be absolutely massive. And it's actually one of the more interesting things to me as an IT nerd. That I, I, that's how they're going to handle that massive chunk of data coming in every single game they have is going to be interesting. But what it also does is allows for much more granular tracking. So instead of having the the public data where you have a hundred shots in a game where we have those recorded where they happened and nothing else. I can't tell you if a pass happened to get right across the, you know, the crease to, to maximize a chance. Now they have everything. So they can tell you where everybody was on the ice. And if player a was out of position, if player B was, a, you know, if he'd been two inches to the left, he'd have been able to prevent it. The one thing that they don't have yet and they're working on um, and they ha had tried to do it was the puck tracking. Um, they had put a chip in the puck at the start of the season. I don't know if you, if any, I, this past season, if anybody remembers, they were kind of bouncing around a little bit and players didn't like it. And so they actually put that on hold for the rest of the season and the postseason so that they can get it right. So it's a, a little more uniform. Um, and so next year they'll have the puck tracking as well which will hopefully not bring back the glow puck, but maybe. <laughs> please no, please no. <laughs> so it's interestingly enough, it is the same. I don't want to go back to the Fox days. I hated that so much. Interestingly enough, it is the same technology. It's just instead of using it for, ooh, fancy visuals, <laughs> that it's actually being used for tracking and, and information for the teams to process. So it, it should be very interesting. Um, one of the other things that teams had been doing um, is they had been having their own people go back and watch the full film and, and do manual tracking. So trying to track where, you know, how they get into the zone best, how they get into uh, 
position on the power play, how the how the kill works best, and, and trying to get some of that information. But it's an that was an intensely manual process. That now it'll be run up run a program that will just look at the times they're trying to enter the zone and they can see who's the most successful players, who's the least successful players, who dumps it in the most versus who carries it in the most and try to figure out from there. Uh, There's some people who in the public sphere who've been doing that sort of tracking um, heroes, every one of them, because it's literally watching every single game, but uh, it is quite a bit and a lot of stuff that we got to get to i'm sure so yeah man we we can talk about this probably another three hours we are gonna have you back on again more often i love the fact that hockey can be for nerds i think that they're you know the the nhl keeps saying hockey's for everyone well great now it's for nerds and geeks as well see us at the games hang out with us listen to the podcast love having you on joe and we'll definitely uh, geek out some more and uh, i also understand you're a, a bit of a gambler love to have you on and talk about the numbers uh, as we get closer to season we, we can talk about what the numbers mean and how when somebody says that the hurricanes are plus 1100 what does that mean we'll go <laughs> into say, it i will say bet on the crack it now <laughs> you're not going to get better odds than right now <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, Joe. It's great talking to you. And until next time we talk, jerks out. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.